0: To make sure we are designing solutions that are aligned with real customer needs and not the perceived ones, we want to integrate validation along the process. In the past, we selected the key problems we intuitively felt would be most important to customers based on their claimed data, but this prioritization doesn't always reflect their real needs and behavior. So what we have added is the validation of these findings through experimentation and neuromarking. We add behavioral data to the claim data.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome on the House of Marketing's podcast. My name is Jean-Marc, and I'm Eva. And today we will talk about business design thinking, which is a way to innovate and to come up with ideas that are very customer-centric.
2: Yes, indeed. Business design thinking is based on customer insights, and if you listen to our previous episodes, you know we, the House of Marketing. We want to radically change the way we get, use and process customer insights with ID marketing, or better known as integrated data marketing.
1: Indeed, so whether you know the concept of business design thinking or whether you're completely new to it, this podcast will nourish your brain with some knowledge.
2: So a little sum up of what we will discuss today. Again, for those who are completely new to this, no worries, we will start with an explanation of business design thinking. Then we will look into why we felt the need to renew this framework, what we changed, and how this will result in a more successful innovation.
1: Sounds like an interesting podcast, huh?
2: Yes, it does. So let's dive into it. To further explain you the concept of business design thinking, we invited Elien Hanshe Saar.
1: Welcome, Elien.
0: Thanks, guys. I'm really happy to be
2: here. Just like a little fun side note, if you're wondering how I nailed that pronunciation of Elien's last name, well, Elien and I have something in common. So, Elien, you are originated from Iran. I guess your father is from there.
0: Yep, indeed.
2: And um, your name is also from there a beautiful last name, by the way. And uh, my boyfriend is also from Iran and uh, he helped me last night with the pronunciation.
0: That's great. Thank you for
2: that.
1: Cool that you have that in common. So Elin, what is your job at the House of Marketing?
0: Well, like most of us, I'm a consultant here. Right now, I'm a senior consultant. I started in 2016 and was able to build a lot of experience on customer centricity and innovation. And this is really what I wake up for in the morning, actually.
2: Okay, listeners, now it's going to Get like a little bit more technical. So, um, if you are in front of a screen, you can always follow Eileen's explanation while looking at a figure she describes. If you want to see that figure, we can go to tomeu BDT. So that's T H BDT. For those who don't know, Tom stands for the House of Marketing. And there you will find all the information we discuss right now.
1: Indeed. So let's dive right into it. Uh, Elin, you're an expert in business design thinking. Can you explain us a little bit more in detail what it is?
0: Yes, gladly. Business design thinking is a human-centered methodology developed by IDEO. Their CEO defines it as an approach to innovation that integrates the needs of people, the possibilities of technology, and the requirements for business success. So if we lighten that up a little, we get the following. Business design thinking is a process that is based on customer insights, meaning you start by connecting with your customer and investigating their needs and problems during a research phase. Then as a company, you use these insights to create innovative solutions that you will then prototype and test. This is what we call the design phase. So there you have it actually, the basic high level steps in any business design thinking track. All right. Concretely, we first get to
2: know the customer and only then we start looking for real solutions. So let's dive in the actual steps of business design thinking to further understand this. I know that the House of Marketing uses a very specific approach, very specific framework, um, namely the double diamond framework. What is that besides like a very good name for a framework?
0: Indeed, we use the double diamond framework and you can imagine it as two diamond shapes next to each other. In each diamond we first enlarge the scope and then narrow down to become more specific. So if you look at a diamond, it first widens and then it narrows. That visualizes really well what we do during business design thinking. We start with divergent thinking, exploring an issue with a very wide view, putting all the possibilities on the table to then converge to more focused actions or even one action. Okay, that sounds very clear. What we did at the House of Marketing is disrupting this, what we call traditional business design thinking process. We did that by implementing the integrated data marketing methodology, and that's what we'll clarify now. So let's briefly guide you through the different steps we believe are vital to create impactful value propositions.
1: All right, let's have a look at the first step of this process.
0: Okay, so as said before, we have the two diamonds. The first one is a research diamond, and the second one is a design diamond. But even before going into the research diamond, we start with a preparatory phase, what we call the wish phase. In this step, you define what you want to work towards as a company. You do this based on your business strategy. This is also the moment to align with stakeholders and create common ground. It's very important to be on the same page when kicking off an innovation project. That's indeed important. I agree. So um, what is the next step after defining this common ground? This is actually followed by a step that we call empathize. And as the name indicates, the goal is to empathize with the people you are designing for. The key is to see the world through their eyes and to understand their needs, problems and motivations. Typically, this step is about gathering information from qualitative and quantitative research. You then bundle that into a structured story, centered around your customer during the define step.
1: Okay, that is all very interesting, but then are we missing the behavioral part?
2: Yeah. I I thought so as well. And it actually reminds me of what Lise shared during the uh, ID marketing episode, the first episode of this podcast. As Lise explained, there is a discrepancy between what clients say they will do and what they eventually do. I don't know if the listeners remember the uh, example we used in the first episode with the sports drink company. Well, research showed that the orange drink they wanted to sell was the most popular one, whereas the green one was the least popular. This research was conducted with a simple qualitative questionnaire. So the company asked the customers, what do you want to buy? And um, in business design thinking, normally you would uh, gather these insights in uh, the empathize phase and then take into account during the rest of the design thinking process. But then it appeared that during the sales event, so when they also had the sports drink, it turned out that the green sample were completely gone whereas the orange one remained nearly untouched.
1: Indeed, I remember. And you explained very well, by the way. Um, and then what we realize is that the customer doesn't know what he wants, right? Uh, until he finds himself in a buying position. And so we can imagine using only this claim data is not the right foundation to start your business design thinking process as you base your entire design on the empathize phase.
0: Exactly. So this is where ID marketing comes in. In a typical business design thinking process, Testing and validating is reserved until the end. To make sure we are designing solutions that are aligned with real customer needs and not the perceived ones, we want to integrate validation along the process. In the past, we selected the key problems we intuitively felt would be most important to customers based on their claimed data. But this prioritization doesn't always reflect their real needs and behavior. So what we have added is a validation of these findings through experimentation and neuromarking. We add behavioral data to the claimed data.
1: Alright, so what does this mean concretely?
0: Well, we will prioritize the customer problems by experimenting in the market. This can be easily done on digital channels like in newsletters or banners or social media. And the problems you show them that generate most traction with customers during the experiment are the ones you'll want to solve. Neuromarketing will then help you to understand why those are so important to them and validate their psychological motivators. This is the foundation to create your design brief. The formulation of your jobs to be done for the customer.
2: Okay, that's already quite clear. So uh, I will give the listeners a little summary because it can be a lot. Um, In the business design thinking process, you start with aligning what you want to do in the wish phase. And then in the research phase, you look into all your customer pains, needs, and motivation to then define key customer problems. And to make sure you start designing solutions based on the right insights, you should validate them and finalize by creating your design brief.
1: Nice summary, Eva. So we talked about the first diamond. Uh, I'm curious to hear about the second diamond now. What happens there?
0: Well, we ended with a design brief So now it's time to start creating, right? We start the second diamond with an ideation phase. This is a phase in which no idea is too crazy. You'll brainstorm to find potential solutions to the customer problems defined earlier in the process. Mm. Okay. Then you'll develop a prototype to be able to show your first version of the value proposition to customers and gather their feedback. This is crucial since it's their problem you're trying to solve. Okay. Lastly, you need to validate the value propositions and iterate based on your customer's feedback. Then improve your value proposition or return to the research phase if the value proposition doesn't seem to respond to customer needs.
1: Okay, that's very clear. Could you just clarify how you validate your value proposition for our listeners?
0: Well, where we previously selected the best ideas after the ideation phase based on gut feeling or a business-oriented scoring model, Now we want to capture customer behavior much earlier. So we experiment and validate value propositions by showing different solutions to customers without asking any questions.
1: Okay, and so how does this happen concretely?
0: Again, as in the previous uh, Diamonds in the research phase, the most efficient way to do so is on online channels by applying growth methodologies. Thanks to customers' spontaneous behavior and interactions with the value proposition, you'll know what works best. The ones they choose are the ones they want, right? Even if you're not yet selling the product or service, by measuring the ones they click on, you assess real interest in the market. If you want to understand the why behind this, newer marketing research can again uh, be useful at this stage.
1: Okay, so I think we have everything for the first and the second diamond. Uh, I don't know if we missed anything until now.
0: Well, actually we did, and it's a very important part that is often skipped. Iteration, meaning you repeat each step until you get it right. This part is also new to the disrupted business design thinking model we created. We focus on iteration much more than we used to do in the past. Remember, this is not a linear process. Repetition and iteration can be done at any stage. You could, for example, return to your customer insights and relook the problems to solve or you can set up a new brainstorm if your value propositions don't seem to truly respond to customer needs. It's the only way you'll find the best solution. So don't be afraid to test a value proposition that is not final yet. You should really embrace the experimentation mindset here. I think that is still difficult for a lot of marketeers. Indeed, and this is something us marketeers in general can definitely work on.
1: So now we discussed the basics of business design thinking, but we promised a little more.
0: Yes, indeed. Well,
2: we'll explain why it is so important to add the integrated data marketing layer on top of the business design thinking.
1: Indeed. So feel free to stay for a second part where we look deeper into how ID marketing increases the success rates of your innovations. So Elin, why isn't the traditional framework enough anymore? Why do we need to add integrated data marketing principles here?
0: Well, actually, on average, 80% of new product launches seems to fail. We have identified three problems uh, that we link to that. First of all, the lack of behavioral data. We mentioned it before. By looking at in-market behavior through experimentation and neuromarketing, marketing, we can tackle this one. We've also seen that there is a lack of validation. And by validating key problems and value propositions through in-market experimentation, we are sure to kick off on the right foot. Lastly, the lack of iteration. By iterating in smaller loops throughout the process, you gradually improve your product each time you validate and fine tune your value propositions in a second diamond.
1: Okay, so what is the end result of tackling these problems?
0: You use real insights about your customers and what adds value to their lives. So as a result, on one hand, you reduce risk by testing every assumption. You won't develop an offering that doesn't interest your customers and fails. And secondly, you save budget due to this reduced risk and use of small experiments instead of large, expensive studies. All this will eventually increase your chances for success. Okay.
2: That is super clear. Thank you, Aline. Now, it's also quite a lot of information. So I wonder if you had one thing that you want our listeners to remember about
0: business design thinking, what would it be? Well, what I think is most important here is a mindset. Marketeers are not really used to launching a value proposition that is not yet perfect. That's actually the point. To apply this way of innovating, you need to be willing to shift to an experimentation mindset.
1: Mm -hmm. I guess it's clear ID marketing is an enormous added value to your business design thinking process and if you want to know more about ID marketing you can go to tom.u slash bdt again that's t-h-o-m slash bdt
2: or you can also contact Eline if you have any questions regarding your business
1: and if you want to see what happens when we put this into practice, uh, make sure to listen to one of our next episodes about the Luminous case, where we applied ID marketing and business design thinking to validate VPs' so value proposition for the new offering.
2: Thank you, Eileen, so much for being with us. I learned a lot, and I, I didn't know that making a podcast could be so knowledgeable.
0: Well, I'm really happy about that. And thanks for having me, guys. It was my first podcast and I have to say it was pretty fun.
1: Thank you to our listeners as well. If you like this episode, make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts.
2: And all the feedback is welcome. So um, give us some market validations.
1: Yeah, talk to you next time.